the spouses they have a broken marriage should they remain in their marriage or should they get a divorce you both have to make a choice and that choice has to be boyfriend and girlfriend they're looking to get married mm -hmm. but the parents don't accept either one of them the thing because that family is tricky Family oh, yeah. is tricky and everybody has their opinions. What do I do if my boyfriend is following inappropriate girls on IG? You have to set those boundaries for yourself. If I, if you were not okay with him looking at these kind of things on social media, you have to say that. Welcome to Love On. I'm Sebas. And I am Espe. And this is your safe space where individuals, couples, and families can explore love, relationships, and personal growth. Join us to discover new perspectives, enhance relationships, and navigate through life challenges. Whether you need advice, inspiration, or relatable stories, Love On is here for you. Let's get right to it. All right, guys. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Today, we have a little bit of a different episode. And we're excited uh, to be kind of delivering some more value, right? So we've been getting a lot of crazy a questions. A lot of crazy <laughs> questions. But mm -hmm. they also touch a lot of the same topics. So Right. So what we decided to do, guys, is we actually have a really special guest here with us. And we want to deliver a professional point of view, right? As you guys know, it's just me and Espe. We're not licensed therapists. We're not anything like that. We're just giving you our honest personal advice. But we figured, you know what, since you guys really are asking really good questions, why don't we bring somebody that we know uh, to give, you know, a professional advice. Yeah. And then we can get a different point of view. What we've done is we've compiled the best questions throughout the previous sessions and we're going to get right to them. Okay. So let's introduce our guest here today. We have Marianne and she is a mental health counselor and professional coach. She received a master's from University of Miami in marriage and family therapy specializes in realms of relationships, whether it's self, partners, family, friends, or colleagues, and works with all different types of clients with issues dealing with identity, dis eating disorders, anxiety, depression, and trauma. Okay, she's currently working out of a private practice here in Miami and offers mental health therapy and coaching services. Let's welcome in Marianne. Woo! Thank you for having me, guys. No, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming, Marianne. Of course. We're excited uh, to have you, and we honestly need your help. <laughs> I think we all need your help. Yeah, we all need a little <laughs> bit of your expertise. I know that you've dealt with a lot of couples, um, marriages, single people, mm -hmm. traumas, and, you know, we, we've seen it all, right, babe, so far? A lot, yeah. Yeah, we've seen it a lot. So, um, with that, what we want to do is kind of start by i would say one of the main issues we've received throughout these past couple of episodes and it's basically just trust right i know that's a big topic mm -hmm. but we've seen for example you know like this question we received how do i trust my husband again after i found out that he cheated so we've seen that a lot where either they cheated in their previous in their current relationship or something that kind of they found out later Mm -hmm. in the relationship so and when that trust is broken how do you go about that yeah so trust is probably one of the most important parts of a relationship it's it's think of foundation you know if you don't have trust you don't have commitment what do you really have mm -hmm. so i think it's very common spending your life with just one person is hard i think yeah. that we glorify marriage and marriage is beautiful do not get mm -hmm. me wrong it's wonderful but it's not easy yeah. it takes a lot of intentionality it takes a lot of work and so does rebuilding trust 
So when there is a breach of trust, whether that's infidelity, whether he was just texting somebody else, it was emotional, it was physical, whatever it is, rebuilding that takes time mm -hmm. and it takes both people to do so. Mm -hmm. So it takes a professional. It takes having an honest conversation. It takes processing what actually happened. How did this make me feel? What mm -hmm. happened for you? And a lot of the times, you know, infidelity is more about the person who's actually committing, like doing it. It mm -hmm. has to do with themselves, something that is going on within them. Then it does the other person. And I think there's a, a big misconception really? is that, oh, it's my fault that he cheated. Well, no, you didn't force him or force her. You didn't like put a gun to their head. Like mm -hmm. there's something within themselves that they were looking for and they found elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Regardless, mm -hmm. it, there's no one person at fault in relationship. It takes two to tango. So, so you would say that the main thing that causes cheating is is what? Is it they lack something in the relationship? I think it it. I don't think that there's one solid reason. It could be lock. Uh, you lost emotional connection, mm -hmm. uh, attention. You stopped spending time together. Mm -hmm. You stopped talking to each other. I think a lot of the times it boils down to connecting mm -hmm. emotionally and deeply and having intimacy. Once there's no more of that, it's easy to look for it elsewhere. It's easy to get wrapped up in somebody else who you're connecting with in that same way. Yeah. So I think that there's a lot of reasons why people cheat. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessarily because um, there's something wrong with the relationship. Esther Perel wrote an incredible book mm -hmm. um, on infidelity. She studied it across the world, and it, she realized there was one thing that happy people cheat. Why do they? Why do they cheat? If the relationship is going great, you guys yeah. get along so well, then the person's having an affair. What happened? Mm -hmm. What did the person do wrong? Well, nothing. It has more to do with the person having the affair and whatever they're missing they're lacking that they haven't really dealt with or communicated then it has to do with the person there's something wrong with the person or there's something wrong with the relationship okay one of the questions we get is okay so they decide to forgive mm -hmm. right but then we've gotten a lot of callers who are like but then i i feel like i have to look at his phone or when he goes out i get nervous yeah. or when when he's not like there with me like you watching him they yeah. just so they're like, how do we rebuild that, right? I love this mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we often think that because I forgive, now I trust. Mm, that's not correct. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness does not mean that you trust the person. I can, the person. I can forgive you. Mm -hmm. I can, and what does that mean? Forgiveness means I release you of the debt that you owe me. That mm -hmm. I, I don't hold it over you. You hurt me, and mm -hmm. I let it. I let it go, but I don't forget it. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? That it doesn't mean that I trust you. So now we have to have a conversation of, hey, I forgive you. I want to move forward in this way. I want to work things out. But now we have to talk about trustworthy behaviors. So what's it going to take? Do I have to have access to your phone to make me feel comfortable? Right. To make me trust you? You have to build that wall of trust. If it's been broken, mm. now you have to take all the crumbs, clear out the pieces, sort through the pieces. What do you keep? What do you throw away? Mm -hmm. And now you start rebuilding a new wall of trust. So, you, so you're saying that the the person who who committed l the fault mm -hmm. needs to compromise a little bit with the person who's healing and building Absolutely. that trust, so that she can gain that trust. Because mm -hmm. because I feel like men, especially like maybe you when you saw when she said the phone thing. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. I got triggered. He got triggered because it triggered me, girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in in our relationship, like 
I have my my I have Sebas is cold. Mm -hmm. I go in it yeah. sometimes, but it's something that I know he doesn't like. It's, it bothers him, right? You know, and but and it's not. It's how not, would you react to that? Yeah, it's not so much. And that's a, I'm glad you touched yeah, on that. That's um, and I know Esper knows me really well, so <laughs> I was gonna really follow up on that question because the thing is, so I I don't have anything to hide. She has mm -hmm. my pass passwords to my bank accounts, my social, everything we share together. There's yeah. no problem. But there's, I still want to have a sense of privacy. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm just talking to boys and having my boy chat, like that's one thing I hate is when she gets into my... into my. Um, I, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> that I, I can admit it. I feel like this session is yeah, becoming like for out us. for us. Welcome to experience <laughs> this therapy session. Um, no, this, so it, this is real. Out, let it out right. and then I'll, I'll Because I feel like out. I need my privacy. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I think as a... Every relationship should have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you're you're 24 seven with the person. It's not necessarily what are you hiding, what what nothing like that. But hey, let me talk to my guys. Let me have my private space. You know, and and that's that. Um, yeah. Now it makes sense when you say if you broke that trust right. and you have to do actionable steps to build that trust wall again. Yeah. Then you probably have to kind of mend, you know, bend more than right previously. So what you're talking about is, is two different things. Like trust is earned. It's not given. You build that. Mm. If you're in a place where, hey, you guys have built the trust and you're asking for privacy and your time, okay, you respect that. Mm -hmm. You have a conversation. It's about communication, mm -hmm. you know, and it's about needs, expressing your needs and being able to meet those needs mm -hmm. as a couple. But when you're talking about breaking trust, like, hey, there's been, been a breach of confidentiality. You no longer have your certain rights gotcha. yeah. you know it, like, you lost the privilege correct you, you lost yeah. your privilege that's it good makes sense. that makes sense so it's not about it was judah and chelsea smith who did uh this incredible episode mm -hmm. on their podcast about um infidelity or mm -hmm. it was it was on that topic mm -hmm. and i think judah was talking about how chelsea has access to his instagram and and, and she will go through his dms um, and kind of sort through because they are they have a platform mm -hmm. they have yeah. a lot of their not girls crazy right and it, we live in a world <laughs> where hey everybody everybody no, they don't respect right there's there's not a lot of respect there's not a lot of boundaries mm -hmm. mm. so she they view this as I help you out we're partners to support each other mm -hmm. and he's like trust like I could barely trust myself you know, mm, like to good. not, if I'm feeling weak, I'm as susceptible as anyone to fall. Right. Yeah. And it's not because you're a human being. Mm -hmm. You're not this superhuman. Okay. Put in a situation of temptation. It's very difficult to act. So why else you're in a relationship to help yeah. each other, Got you know? It. So they view it like that. Got it. Yeah. So one of the things that says, and I actually, we had a talk, we went, we were in Vegas and we were having dinner and I told him like, Cause my personality is just like, even if I have a dream about another guy, I, because it happens, it's like it's stupid. But I tell him, oh, you say as like, like I had a dream that mm -hmm. I was being um, affectionate with another guy, and you know how guys are, they don't don't do that little smirk. I'm listening. <laughs> Sometimes like Seas is not that affectionate, uh -huh. right? But my love language is uh, being affectionate. So yeah. I tell him, look, you have to put a little bit more effort. Mm -hmm. in being más cariñoso like uh -huh. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you are just listen you have you have uh, a what? five minutes go ahead okay, so, so, <laughs> so 
I've always told him what I what I think. <coughs> like if I go outside and, and a guy hits on me or something, I tell I come home and I tell him, Oye, like this guy was trying to talk to me or stuff like that. But I tell him, I never hear stories from you. Like you're a good looking guy. Like he, he'll go down the the sidewalk. Like mm -hmm. I tell him, like I would feel more comfortable if you told me, like if you're more open about it. You get me? So it's it's different mm -hmm. personalities that we have. Yeah. But I, I do feel like I'd rather him like tell me about his day. Like let like you're gonna tell me that the twelve years that we've been together, he hasn't thought that a girl is pretty or mm -hmm. a girl hasn't been like, oh hey, because it, it happens to me. Yeah. So it's just I feel like it's but about it's, communication. But it's different, babe. Like guys are the ones that hopefully, you know nowadays. Nowadays, guys should be the pursuer. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's I've never I've never, and the only person who's ever like been really bold to approach me, like hitting on, has been you. Like you, <laughs> the first time we got here, the first time we met, she winked at me. Like I've never gotten winked at in okay. my life. Okay, so just to clarify that, that because Espe thinks just because I'm walking down the street, I get massive amounts of women coming to me, and that's not realistic. No, like to you, you could be wearing. A hoodie, a hat with sunglasses with no makeup and baggy clothes, and you're still gonna get hit on. Yeah. I'm sure it happens to you too, Marianne. So anyway, that's what I have to say about that. And 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 following what she's saying, I want I have a question for you. Yeah. What is healthy boundaries here? Because she's saying, okay, I have to over communicate, even if I have a dream mm -hmm. that I cheated on you, which I don't think she I mean, when I the way that I receive it is okay. It's not that I appreciate you telling me. It's a dream, mm -hmm. you know? But I sure. <laughs> it, what do you want me to do, right? Just, <laughs> right? So what are what is it? Like, what is that balance of over-communicating or keeping things to yourself that aren't necessary? Uh, so here's the thing. Every relationship is different, so you have to figure out what are those boundaries for you. Like, do you enjoy that she communicates that stuff? Would you prefer that she didn't? And if you do, depending on how you feel, then it's your job to tell her that, you know, mm -hmm. um, if you could do without the knowing about the dreams, hey, just kind of stop. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. What do you right. feel about yeah. that? We've never talked about that. I, I guess I, I don't know. I, Espe just says things randomly. <laughs> I blur it out. She just blurs it like, hey, I had a dream with this man that he was being affectionate. <laughs> and this means that you're not being affectionate with me, Sebas. Just you gotta hold my hand more, like Sebas, and tell me how pretty I am, Sebas. No, 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 I do. I do tell him that I need it because we're yeah. together twenty four seven. Does right. that? Does and that? And that's the that's the main thing. Like, yeah. It's what was it about that dream that you wanted to communicate? To no, him? no, no. Because I tell him sometimes. For example, one mm -hmm. of the things that we have is that we're together all day. Yeah. Right. So we're together all day. We work from home. I'm cleaning. So. Even though we're spending time together, you know that it's not. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the way he treats me is like I'm his bro. <laughs> so he'll be like, like Tosco, like, you know, yeah. like, like when he touches me, it's like Tosco. Like yeah. he'll be like smack my butt or something like that. I'm like, seas, bese cariñoso. Like you yeah. being Tosco, like if I'm your sister, <laughs> doesn't make me feel nice. And then when the night comes, he wants to be together. I'm yeah. like. You didn't give me a hug today. You And it's not that he's a bad partner. Mm -hmm. He says is the best. Like, honestly, like, 
He is a but really I can't, good I, I can't be husband. perfect. No, no, no. You pero, know what I'm saying? Pero that's what I need. I need more cariño. That's yeah. my love language. The yeah. same way you need respect, the same way you need support. Mm -hmm. like, I, that's what I So need. is the dreaming because she doesn't feel that? From me? I mean, that's her interpretation, but that's what she wants to communicate to you. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, I need more affection. Mm -hmm. So that's the important thing here. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a... You want to be strategic with what you're communicating. Yeah. Just get to the point, you know? Because mm -hmm. a lot of the times, I feel like men are just more direct. Mm. Yes. It's just like, it, it's A, B, C. Yeah. And women are like, no, but there's so many colors. Yeah. God, it's <laughs> like one, two, three, A point one, <laughs> yeah. A, B, yeah, two, yeah. Yeah. you know? And simplify it mm -hmm. you know I, i i need more affection i this week you haven't touched me and mm -hmm. i need you to touch me in order yeah. to want to have sex with you because okay. he needs that part mm -hmm. o sea, i i i tell him all the time like yes of course i enjoy being with him it mm -hmm. makes me feel closer to him you know but if i don't get the affection during during the day yeah and then he wants his part that he needs mm -hmm. it's it's not that i don't want to do it it's just that I feel like he's just getting fulfilled and I don't get fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Not that being right. with him doesn't fulfill me, but I guess my love language is more like the affection inside. Yeah. Yeah. You get me? But no, you're talking about something that's really common for mm -hmm. men and women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Because a lot of the problems men will complain, well, she doesn't want to have sex with me. Well, yeah, but are you listening to her emotional needs? If you, the way you get her is connecting with her emotionally mm -hmm. and she's going to connect with you physically that's how it works and the better you get to like learning that dance mm -hmm. with each other i think the more fruitful your relationship is going to be it's going to be more fulfilling more yeah. satisfying that's good i remember that we were talking about this like a week two weeks ago because i'm learning a lot and, and he's been he's been really more affectionate like mm. just just tell me always but you look pretty or mm. okay yeah. and we've been having more sex or no yeah Come so on. so it, it makes sense <laughs> that it, like people overcomplicate it mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like men like they need to understand that we are like two different beings mm -hmm. and what he needs and i need is very different that's why right. i love the love languages because great book and it's also like you have to understand that you may not have the same love languages so it's, it's going to take effort mm -hmm. for that person to feel love yeah. and seas has told me look the main thing for me aside from the physical is respect mm -hmm. like you need to respect me you need to that for him is like a big thing so yeah. for every guy yes yeah. so so Winning. so this is this is what it is summarized mm -hmm. guys need respect yeah. mm -hmm. they don't need love they don't need emotional support they need respect the other side women they need love yeah. to be treated uh, fragile you know, words of affirmation, all these things that show love, care, support, protection, etc. That's an, a way of the man loving the woman. Mm -hmm. But the guy just needs respect. And if the girl can't respect the man, there's yeah. going to be right. huge problems. So we have a video on our page that actually it went really viral. It, it has almost, I think, 12 million views about the love languages. Mm -hmm. And one oh. of and I put a story the other day and I'm like, oh, I want to know your love languages. Like I was just curious. So I asked our audience and I put Seas's and mine. And the only one we have in common is quality time. Like the, the first three. I'm like top three. And then I got a DM from a girl that said, it, they're so different. How do you guys handle it? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you guys fulfill each other's love languages? Yeah. And I just said, you know, it takes effort right? Mm. because 
not necessarily sometimes I want to do what he needs, mm -hmm. but I do it because I know that it's going to make me a better wife and a better um, partner, but it has to be mutual. Yeah. Like the same way I put the effort, he has to put the effort. Right. Because we always think that each other's love languages, since it's easy for you to do it, you think, oh, it's easy for her to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's not. No. It's not like it takes a lot of effort. So. Okay. All right, Marianne. So I know that we, we, talked, we talked a lot there. I want to just, before we move on to our next topic, give us some actionable practical activities to build trust mm -hmm. so either the guy cheated or the girl cheated they still want to restore their relationship what are some practical things to restore trust again okay so it takes time but where you want to start is having a conversation honest open transparent communication will get you further than you can ever imagine so being honest communicating what hurt me how it hurt me The other person needs to be receptive. I, there's no room for you to feel attacked or have any sense of righteousness and pride because, well, you messed up. So now you got to yeah. hear it mm -hmm. and, and give the other person grace and space to heal. Lower your expectations. That, that is one thing. Okay. Manage your expectations. Mm. You are not going to feel better in a week mm. or two or a couple months. Give yourself time. Mm. Okay, to heal, to process, to talk. Give the other person grace and space to also <laughs> heal from how they hurt you yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so managing the expectations of this should be this way. It should look like this. It should stop. Okay, okay? take what you have and work with what you have. Next, trustworthy behaviors. I don't know what that looks like for you. You got to sit down and you got to talk about it. What does it What helps you trust the person again? What helps you feel like they trust you? Mm -hmm. What can you do? Because for some people, yeah, I need access to your phone. I need access to your emails. But for another person, they may not care about that. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have, you just have to talk about it. You have to have yeah. that conversation. So I think. Perfect. Okay. I love good. that. Good. Yeah. Okay. So the next question is that we get a lot is we actually get this a lot. And my answer is very hard mm -hmm. because I wouldn't tolerate it. But, you know, every relationship is different. But they said, what do I do if my boyfriend is following inappropriate girls on IG? Just you know, the booty bottles, like the, the yeah. only fans. The, how do you deal with that? This is um, this is like the eight. This is the age that we live in. Right. We live in a world of social media where you have easy access to everything mm -hmm. and anything at the tip of yeah. your fingers. Yeah. So you have to set those boundaries for yourself. If I, if you are not okay with him looking at these kind of things on social media, you have to say that, okay? And mm -hmm. you have to give the person the opportunity to respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if they're not agreement, okay, then you need to have another conversation. Where is this going? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, I will say mm -hmm. it does not help the satisfaction, the level of satisfaction in your relationship if you are distracted with mm. some some with other people because Got your it. relationship is never going to compare yeah your partner your you've seen the best of them the worst of them they're not going to compare to a swimsuit model <laughs> posing for you in a very erotic yeah. way yeah for five seconds yeah. you can get that if you have a conversation you say hey this is what i like oh i'm willing to accommodate let's go to the bedroom yeah. okay but 
you're not going to get that from your partner 24-7 or access to it 24-7 like you are on your phone. So you need to have discipline. You need to develop self-control. Mm -hmm. mm. You know, I actually... So it is damaging. It is yeah, damaging. Of course. Mm. I actually told one of our followers, I told them like, like, um, you know, we're, we're in the in influencer industry right. and there are a lot of beautiful girls, mm -hmm. but a lot of the images, the videos, I'm not saying the girls are not pretty, but... Girls use a lot of filters. Right. Girls, o sea, it's not realistic. I'm not no. saying girls are not pretty. Girls are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Every woman is beautiful. Like, it, it, that's not what I'm trying to say out here. But it's, it's like an illusion. Right. Even our videos that you've seen on our pages, they, they look so beautiful, but you don't see the the aftermath of the videos. Or, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I wake up really tired and I'll put a little filter for my eye bags. So I was telling the follower, I'm like, look, the reason why I personally don't wouldn't like that is because the woman sometimes even begins to feel insecure mm -hmm. in themselves because i i can't even i do social media and i can't compare myself to some of these girls you know so i feel like it brings you like okay why does my husband like this girl with big uh big um breast and my breasts are small so mm -hmm. so you you begin to think comparison. yeah comparison right. even even though in my case like i feel beautiful i don't think like I'm I'm confident in myself, but I feel like it also hurts the woman's like identity or how she sees herself. Self-esteem, mm -hmm. self-image, yeah. No, absolutely. And it's comparison on both ends, right? Because one is comparing fantasy to their reality, mm -hmm. okay? And then now the other side is comparing themselves to another person. Mm -hmm. And nothing robs contentment like comparison yeah wow. if you are That's constantly where jealousy creeps in yeah if or you're envy right if mm. you're looking to your left to your light to your right yeah you're never gonna look at your own rogue what you're doing what's in your hands what what have you been given to work with and you're never gonna appreciate it because everything the grass always looks greener on the other yeah. side so it's good for the guys to hear this because sometimes they may think like oh me following this girl is not gonna hurt but it, it hurts both ways you're mm -hmm. never gonna feel satisfied and you're probably uh, making your girl feel insecure you know so so you see guys it does unfollow them <laughs> <laughs> now that, that that makes me also wonder if that's just the beginning of it what about like pornography well that's where it starts what do you think what starts? what are what are some of the like damages that that will cause in a relationship well, we, get, we get that a lot too. your satisfaction level goes down mm. it's it, people a lot of people think like oh let me we got to spice some things up let's okay. watch some porn and we'll have yeah. better sex I, i would argue that based on research it's not even my personal opinion yeah, yeah. research will tell you your satisfaction levels lower because it beca why because of because you're taking media mm. all of this you're taking information you're taking and you know what's happening mm. um what a when you do drugs mm -hmm. your levels your brain levels it's they go oh, i'm trying to remember they spike up, yeah yeah. It, yeah you get Euphoria. this like <gasps> like mm -hmm. this happy emotion mm -hmm. like yeah. the satisfaction emotion and, and this is what we get when we're on social media when we look at likes Okay, you're getting the same. It's yeah. I think it's dopamine. Dopamine. Yeah. Dopamine. Okay, so it's like your levels of happiness, like yes, mm -hmm. like euphor euphoria. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what happens when you're watching this kind of content? You're getting uh, automatic dopamine hits. Mm. Okay, so you get addicted to that. 
just like you in the same way that you get addicted to drugs. Mm. Porn addiction and drug addiction, both addictions, babe. Yeah. You you got to work at them in the same deal with them in the same way. And there's a reason for that because you're addicted to the feeling of um pleasure. Mm. Yeah. Okay? So you're always going to be seeking that your partner they're not a sex machine. They're not a pleasure machine. Yeah. They're going to piss you off a lot because they're human. Right. So it's you're, it never will compare. You're never going to feel the satisfaction that you should be feeling in your relationship. Yeah. So. That's and very and good. I feel like it hurts. Like we haven't dealt with that, but I, I even I feel like even when you've had, because um, I I can think of a person that I'm not going to say who, but when you've had other partners in the past, mm -hmm. and then you're with the, your new partner, who maybe you married them, and then you keep like thinking about oh what she did or how she. Like, I feel like guys have this idea of sex, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, that it always has to be like like when you first met. And I'm not saying it's not, but, you know, you do get used to the person. You mm. do get into a routine. But it's like, oh, but she, he, he didn't do, she didn't do that to me like when the other girl did it. But I feel like it's because of everything they've seen online. Maybe they have this, this idea of sex that not often is a reality sometimes. Mm. You know, so it's definitely so it's you comparison. See, yeah, mm -hmm. it's comparison, mm -hmm. and and you're never gonna feel fulfilled with right. your partner. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't. Yeah, there's cases where you have incredible sexual chemistry with someone, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it just works. But to say that that's gonna be consistent over a lifetime, mm -hmm. that's really hard. Yeah, you know, your needs, your wants mm -hmm. change. That's so true. you have to get really good getting open and honest and breaking that yeah. wall and being vulnerable like hey like i want to be pleasured in this way i want to introduce this mm -hmm. you know you have a relationship there's so much to play with mm -hmm. right. you know go to them with your fantasies mm -hmm. open yeah. them up you know make them happen with them you don't need to go somewhere, somewhere yeah. else yeah, but I love there's that. also you have to be receptive to that i yeah. think I th that's a good point because i th i see i think a lot of times there's not that level of trust mm -hmm. where i can say something that would maybe my spouse would think is too freaky mm -hmm. or it's like borderline something that she doesn't even agree with yeah so how do you work through that let's say the guy has a, a sexual fantasy mm -hmm. you know within the you know not like being a complete degenerate right right not like bringing <laughs> multiple people into the bedroom i'm not talking about that but mm -hmm. let's just say something that could be explored between them two and the guy doesn't feel safe enough or like confident enough to tell her, but he, he has this fantasy and he wants to try it out. Safety is probably the key word that you just use. You have to feel safe because mm. if not, you're never going to get it out. And if you, um, trust can be broken in so many ways. Like if I don't trust that you have the capacity to receive what I'm about to say, I won't open up. Mm. That's a break. That's a breach of trust. Maybe because you've made a comment to me like that has been super dismissive and has put me down. And so oop, close mm. my door. So safety when it comes to the bedroom, it's the most vulnerable place. OK, talking about sexual fantasies, talking about just how you want to be pleased. That's very vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a safe uh, relation, a relationship where you feel safety. It's not going to happen. So I think work on the safety part first mm. in order for then. And safety means no judgment. Mm -hmm. So that's on both ends. Yeah. Like, are you right. constantly criticizing the person that you're with? 
mm-hmm. they're never going to open up to you. Yeah. Are yeah. you constantly judging them? Is it, is it, do you have expectations that they're just impossible to meet? Yeah. All of these things have to be evaluated. Yeah. I, I, like I had a, I had a moment in one of our calls where I, I told the girl that they were, uh, they were having some trust issues. And I told her, listen, a lot of times guys don't open up because once they open up and say, hey, I'm struggling with this or I want to try this or I'm thinking about this, the girl blows it up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, "Okay, I'll just not tell you and I'll take this to the grave, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're saying is and maybe you can expand a little bit more. How do you create that safe space for couples? Uh, that one is a that one's a tough one because it involves a lot of self work. A lot of the times we're so critical of others because we're really critical with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it involves doing that self work in order to being to be able to embrace that person for all of who they are, mm-hmm. and not capitalize on their weaknesses but cover their weaknesses. Mm. When someone opens up to you, it's not for you to grab that later on as ammunition mm. to give it right back to them. Damn. And that happens a lot. Yeah, well, it's hard. It's hard too. Yeah, because I don't want to be hurt. So if if I'm or they see it, or maybe they see it. Like let's say the guy has a fantasy, Mm -hmm. and now the girl's like defensive, defensive. Like oh, like oh, she she's listening to she listens to it, keeps it on the back of the mind. Like Mm -hmm. okay, so this guy really wants to really do this, and that's the problem. That keeping it in the, you saw what you said? Mm-hmm. She keeps it in the back of her mind. As a. As a, she's thinking about like, why does he want to do that? Yeah. What, what is it? Where's this coming from? Yeah. What is this? Like, this is kind Am of Am I weird. not enough? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is he watching it somewhere else? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you just made that entire thing about yourself. Yeah. And it has, it's not about you. It's wow. about the other person. Mm. That's, that's easier said than done, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot that's of, it's, a, it's hard. Communication. Yeah. That's tough. A lot of communication. This is, this is an art, like. And this is probably what I would like to emphasize the most. Like great relationships do not just happen out of nowhere because people, two people just clicked. You found the yeah. one that's going to be great. No, that does not work like that. Mm-hmm. You have to work at it and you have to uh, iron sharpens iron. Two people yeah. sharpen each other. Mm-hmm. How do you sharpen through friction? Yeah. <laughs> Being yeah. challenged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So that's how you grow. Yeah. I love that. You don't just get good at communication like you work at communication and then you reap the benefits of it i feel like one of the benefits that we had is that we dated for six years Mm -hmm. and a lot of you guys know that we didn't have sex until we got married and being together with someone six years Mm -hmm. you know avoiding that side because of anybody can have the reasons why they want to wait or not it helped us be really good friends because we most of our relationship was us hanging out and communicating with each other, you know? So so I feel like that part really helped us yeah. then coming into the marriage. And yes, we've gone through our issues. Like, we've had issues. We're not perfect at all. But I felt like us being good friends and being able to communicate with each other, that's what we did, like, the first half of our relationship. Yeah. And it really helped us, like, to to understand each other. And I feel that has been key in our marriage, actually. Because we we know how to talk to each other, mm-hmm. so. No, but this is very like I'm just trying to digest what Marianne is saying, and it's deep. It's like it's <laughs> yeah, difficult. It yeah, it's difficult. Like this is no wonder. I always said this: you can measure the success of a man not about how much money he's made, mm-hmm. but if he has his marriage together and his family together. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at what his wife says about him. What do his kids say about him? Like, yeah. I think making money or business is a lot easier 
than keeping like all this is so complex mm -hmm. you know because there's we're two different people we have different traumas from our past yep. we bring that into the relationship and then you have to navigate it and then you mm -hmm. have to work and it's really hard man yeah it's beautiful but it is very difficult yeah, yeah. so okay this is awesome um we we have gotten moving on to another question that i want to ask you marianne um we've gotten multiple times when let's say the boyfriend and girlfriend they're looking to get married mm -hmm. but the parents don't accept either one of them how do they navigate that should they wait to get the parents blessing should they go for it and just move on as if nothing is stopping them so here's the thing because that family is tricky Oh, Family is yeah. tricky and everybody has their opinions. Um, I think the most important thing is, okay, do you, are your parents in a stable, committed relationship? Like, would you like to have the relationship that your parents have? Mm -hmm. Okay. Start one there because when it comes to advice, you know, um, you want to look at also people that have that are doing what you essentially want, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that they've had a thriving relationship, that they they have your best um, interest at hand. Mm -hmm. So is it that they're coming at it from a place of, hey, I'm concerned for you. I'm a little bit worried because of X, Y, Z about this person, you know, or is it just, no, I just don't like them for mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. So why is it that they don't like him? You take things on a, on a on a waiting scale, like balance. Are the good do the good does the good outweigh the bad? Is what I'm saying. I think it's just all information for you to take in and make your own decision. No one can tell you who you are supposed to be with for the rest of your life. You get to choose. Yeah. It's yeah. the beauty of choice. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you allowing people? Are you allowing quality voices into your life? Mm -hmm. That's very important. That's voices very, that yeah. you yeah. yeah. And, and believe it or not, a lot of times. I've seen the worst quality voices are the people in your family. Yeah. A yeah. lot of the times. You know, like yeah. I can think of some of the advice I've gotten from, you know, cousins and this and that. Like, oh, yeah. I'm starting this little business. Eh, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? Or, or what do you think about my girl? Ah, they, all the list of mm -hmm. negative things. Yeah. I think every, every story is different. How many stories do we not hear? That's just like, oh, my parents hated them yeah. at first. Uh, that happened to us. Five years down the line. Yeah. Oh, my God. I adore them. The the, the yeah. thing that, that, that happened to say the thing that I told them on that call I remember is that I, I don't know if this has to do anything with like the psychological like mm -hmm. your mind, but I told them, Look, don't try to force them to like the person. You know, like in my case, okay, my mom wanted a pastor's kid. Like I've always talked about this. He wanted someone who wanted to only do ministry and that's not even what I wanted, but that's what she expected. Mm -hmm. So she just didn't like sales because he wasn't like into the ministry, you know, my mom's a pastor. So, yeah. okay, I kind of get where you're trying to go here. But I never tried to, f like, at first, I wanted her to like him. Mm -hmm. But it just got to a point that I just didn't even try to force it on her. Like, I'm like, okay, let's just let the relationship flow. And she will see the good outcome of me being with, with Sebas, mm -hmm. you know. So, you were, were you at our wedding? No, it was no, Valeria. No, Valeria. Mm -hmm. My wedding was really awkward. Like, it was an awkward wedding because my mom... I don't like to remember that day. No, it's, it's a cringy day for us. Very because our families just weren't, ha weren't having it. Like, in my side, it was my mom. My dad was okay. And then 
in his side, his parents were like a little uncomfortable as well. So it was just, it was a, a difficult day. And I remember when we got back into our, into after the wedding was over, we were just alone and we we're like, thank God. <laughs> we were just like, like, thank God this is over. It's not yeah. that I'm very grateful we had a, a beautiful wedding. Mm -hmm. You just, you just felt the tension because yeah. I was doing what I thought was right for me. And I guess Sebas was doing because his parents, they expected something else for him as well, you know. So we were just happy that it was over. And But now with time, like my mom loves him. His parents love love me. So I guess it's just like if you feel like you, this is a person for you, like go for it. And and just let your parents just accommodate to that with mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. I think it's really powerful that you guys made it a point to see and figure out what was best for you? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what it, that's the main thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your parents could have a million opinions. That doesn't mean that it's what's right for you. Yeah. And at some point you grow up and you have to figure out how to make your own choices and make your own decisions for what's right for, for you. you. Got mm -hmm. it. Yeah. That's a good one. What about how do you prevent from falling into a routine? Right. I know you mentioned earlier that maybe the guy wants to spice it up, you know, switch things up. How do you keep that fire, um, going? fire going? But do you mean routine out like in general, not just in the bedroom? Both, like in general. Both, both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So in general, I would say man, be really good at your, ha your good habits in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. A good example is date night, weekly date night. Mm-hmm. Kids, no kids, that's just something that you've made it a point from the start of your relationship. Hey, this is what we're going to do to stay connected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, how do you reap the benefits of good sex, good communication? Well, you build connection. You work mm -hmm. at connecting. Make time for each other. Once a week, doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be, but you make it a point like, hey, I want to sit just me and you. Mm -hmm. We want to talk. Let's just have fun together. Yeah. So keep the main thing the main thing. Like yeah. wanting stay curious about each other. Mm. You can get super caught up in the routine by assuming, oh, I know everything about this person. I know what they're gonna say, what they're not gonna say, what they're gonna think. That there's no curiosity left in you. Yeah. Because yeah. you got so used to it. So that's your you have to take responsibility about that. So each one does that. That's good. Mm -hmm. And you said something very important, the kids. So we've seen even in our own like friendships. When couples start having children, we see a huge like bump in the road mm -hmm. where they're ha they're having no sex, they're not really like they're starting to neglect each other. We've gotten a lot of calls. Yeah, the focus is a kid. That's mm -hmm. that's what happens. So how do you how do you say what do you say to that? So here's the thing, because it gets complicated when you're having a baby. They require a certain amount of attention and needs, and and you go from okay. My needs are, are you and I, okay? Then you have a baby and that start, you have children and it starts opening up because they're in the middle. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so you become like this and all your attention is focused on caring, keeping the kid alive, giving them their basic needs, <laughs> yeah. you know, spending time as a family. But you have to find your way back to this, okay? And that just takes intentionality. Mm -hmm. So again, sim something as simple as keeping the date night. Mm -hmm. Give yourself like a grace with the season. Okay, yeah. This is not everything has a certain time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be like this forever. And if it is, you need to reevaluate 
what do we need to re refix and, and mm -hmm. do again, do differently. Um, but yeah, just intention. What are the things that you're going to keep? Okay. We just had a baby. We just were, we're focused on them, but Hey, we haven't gotten any time together. Yeah. How can we do that? Let's okay. find a babysitter. Let's find, ask a friend, yeah. ask our, our family to help us out. So finding your way back to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when, let's say when the family, the spouses, they have a broken marriage mm -hmm. and they have kids, three, four, five kids, right? Should they, re even if they, you know, they're completely mm -hmm. disconnected, should they remain in their marriage or should they get a divorce? Because a lot of... Question well, of the hour. Yeah. <laughs> should I stay or no, should we, I go? We got a very uh, interesting call. She had eight kids. Yeah. Broken marriage. Pobrecita. Yeah. Uh, actually, even Christians, like even stop help from yeah. pastors, like, and they and didn't sleep in the same bed for the f for the last five years. So mm -hmm. the relationship is done. But they remain in it because of the of the kids. kids. What do you think? Look, um, is it possible to rebuild and restore? Absolutely. Is it going to happen? Well, that's a choice that you have to make. Do you still mm. want to keep trying with this person? Does this person still want to keep trying with you? You both have to make a choice and that choice has to be, okay, we're going to give this our all. Because if not, you might as well just call it quits. So, yeah. so it's not so, a good so enough reason to remain in the marriage just because of the it, kids? I, I think it absolutely is a good enough reason, but there's always going to be reasons to stay or to go. It's always choose your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Staying married and working at it is hard. Divorce is also hard. Yeah. Choose your hard. It's a choice. People want to get caught up in this, like, what do I do? Yeah. It's, a, it's my kids, whatever. Make a choice. Yeah. Mm. You have to choose. But hold on. I cannot say, yes, I choose to stay in it. I choose to work at it. And he's saying, I don't really care. I'm, I'm done. Well, I think that's in that case, and that's, mm. we're going to touch on another topic that, I actually, it, it's not just with him. Like, we've gotten some calls where one of the partners is willing to get help, counseling. Usually the girl and then, is. Mm, well, it could be girl or boy, babe. And the like, cause has been the it girl. It has been girls. It hasn't yeah. never and been a guy. the guy doesn't want to or sees that if he does this, is like giving up, okay. which is the opposite but in, my, in my point of view. But you can't convince anybody to do anything. If yeah. you are going to convince them to stay you're going to spend the rest of your life convincing mm -hmm. them not to go they're grown they think it's over it's done okay so they, what if they have the right to make a choice what as well. if the person for example says let's say Sebas and i we're gonna role play okay mm -hmm. i want us to get counseling Sebas. i want us to get counseling because I, I don't feel happy about this and then the person is like no we're fine are you trying to give up on our marriage like Or, mm -hmm. or no, like, like, I don't feel like I need help because that's what happened on the call with the lady. The guy just didn't want any help at all. So what happens there? Like you as a person, what, what do you do? Wait, communicate even clearer. Why do you want there? But look, I cannot, I am feeling A, B, C. I cannot continue in this relationship the way that it's going. It's impossible. We're not going anywhere. I be really vulnerable with how you feel. I feel like I'm shrinking, like it's slowly dying. And I need help understanding you because I, I don't know what else to do. So either you're in this and, and with me and if you don't want to go to counseling, fine. Do you have another solution? 
because mm-hmm. I need help. If you yeah. don't think you need help, that's fine. But I need help and we need help. I can't do this without you. And so it, and, and if the if person it, doesn't want to. It's done. It's going to end up, it's going to fall apart then. Yeah. Right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, the other person, has, it, you can't force somebody it's to tough. choose you. I, I felt so bad. We had two calls on the one of our latest sessions. And I feel like the people want an answer. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Like you see, you hear they're desperate. Yeah. Should I stay? Should I go? I got eight kids. I don't have, I don't make that much money. My husband is the provider. That's hard. You yeah. know, it's not easy at all, especially mm-hmm. when the the woman has dedicated her entire life to this marriage, this family, and she doesn't have uh, a job lined up. She doesn't yeah. have a way to survive. But I think that I would also speak to you like, hey, your life is not over. Yeah. Mm. Your life does not end there. Yeah, this is hard, but you're gonna make it. Mm-hmm. You're you're you having a fruitful life does not depend on the on the other person. Mm-hmm. Wow. You keep going. You keep fighting. Yeah. Like you get back up, sis. Yeah. I remember I told her that day. I'm like, look, like if you do decide this is over, mm-hmm. make sure you have some type of income. You know, you don't want to go into the wilderness naked you know like make sure you maybe get a part-time job because she's like oh i want to get a part-time job but he doesn't want me to i'm like well get it because if you're planning on leaving him you 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 probably are going to need some type of income besides maybe the the child support that he may give you you know so so make sure that you're prepared like financially and mentally before you do that yeah and i i I mean this is not every situation but I think, I mean, unless you're in danger, you should not be in a relationship where you are being harmed. Yeah. Okay. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. Christian, not Christian. Like if you've committed to a lifetime, that's not okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You've got to go. Mm-hmm. Now, in those scenarios, like, no, you you don't really have to communicate this plan of, of you leaving yeah. like step by step. No, no, no. But in a relationship where, hey, the person is just choosing not to work at it they just don't want to anymore then please communicate that to Mm -hmm. the other person like hey i cannot do this anymore if you're not willing to put in the work i'm gonna go i'm gonna look for a job and Mm -hmm. we're gonna make the moves to separate so we're gonna have more conversations about what the separation is gonna look like yeah 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 wow and and that also brings me to like when the couple is hiding things from each other we got another call oh, where yeah. uh, one of them was hiding money from the other. The husband was hiding the money from from the mm-hmm. wife. And my take was, if I'm, you tell me your take. Like, what do you think about that? Before I tell you what I said. Well, I've heard it said that you can't heal what you don't reveal. So secrets do not help your relationship at all. In fact, when it comes to couples therapy, mm. I have a strict no secrets policy. Mm. Mm. Don't tell me something if you don't want the other person to know. Yeah. Because there's no intimacy. You're, if if you've committed your life to the other person, you've now become one thing. You're one relationship. And I like it because in, in counseling, the couple is one client. So when I work with a couple, I don't look at the interest of the wife or the husband. I look at the interest of the relationship. Mm. And that's what my work is built on and, and for and towards. Mm-hmm. So the minute that one of those does not want to be in the one relationship, you are no longer my client. Mm. It's done. Wow, I love that. Because the client's not there. You can't see 
a couple as individuals. Mm-hmm. They're one. Right. I love I love that perspective when given advice. And this is where the hiding comes in. Mm-hmm. Hiding uh, breaks that. Because mm-hmm. now it. we stop, it builds, it draws an invisible line. Mm. There's something on my end that you don't know. So it's I, separate. That you're separating yeah. the couple. I remember in that call, um, you know, because we're, we're, couples are different. Like, for example, Seas is a saver. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more of a spender, you know. And then he, w- he was telling the, the girl, I remember that he's like, oh, do you think that your husband uh, hid this money from you because maybe he doesn't trust you with the finances? And I remember that as much as a valid reason that is that maybe you don't trust your partner that much, I told him, but he shouldn't hide it. Mm-hmm. He should just tell her, look, I have this money saved up. You can exit it because I don't trust you. But the fact is that he was hiding it. So I'm like, Sebas, because we're two different people. We we have the same issue. Like, Sebas is like, oh, you don't need a new dress. I'm like, yes, I need a new dress. You get me? Like, so I was just no, telling him, don't. like, okay, <laughs> he, he doesn't think so, but I thought so. So I just told him, just because it makes sense, maybe the girl doesn't handle her finances well, that's but what he I shouldn't want, hide it. That's <laughs> what I wanted to get at, because if you hide something, money, whatever it is, it shows you it's not the money that's the issue is there's a lack of trust mm-hmm. i can't trust you in this area yeah i can't trust you enough to open up the same thing with lying everybody always has a reason to lie mm-hmm. okay uh, a reason to lie to not give the full truth to hide mm. um there's always a reason for it but at the core is i don't trust you mm. so mm-hmm. you have to deal with what's the actual issue and it's trust yeah because without trust, you're not going to be able to open up. No matter how much you say, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. If the problem is that you don't trust a person, you're not going to stop lying. Wow. And that is what it is. Is it a fear thing? Yeah, if- it, 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 I think it's a pot of things. Yeah. With a lot of mixed emotions in. It could be fear, worry, mm-hmm. um, control, power, um, safety. Mm. A lot of things. So I don't think it's just one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another question that I, I want to ask that we also get a lot, right, is that we've seen people who are in relationships for maybe a year, two years, mm-hmm. and the guy doesn't want to commit to them. Uh, o sea, I feel like commitment is such a big issue. I remember, like, <laughs> when, when I... I don't know if you know this, Marianne, but mm-hmm. when I met Sebas, he actually... He 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 dared to tell me because I remember (laughs) that that day I got offended. He told me he told me, look, he's like, he's like, I don't think I can open up emotionally to you. I don't know. I don't know what he was. You remember that, babe? No, because I go ahead. Tell the story and I'll tell you. Then you say it. He's Mm -hmm. like, I remember he told me like, oh, look, I'm getting to know you, but. I just want you to know that I don't know if I'll ever open up emotionally to you. I I, I remember I said, don't, I don't know if I'll ever love you. Yeah. He told me that. (laughs) And me, because I guess like I, I, I was like, but this was like two weeks in, like this isn't like, that's that's something weird to say. Like we just met, but that's still weird. Like, I don't know if I'm like, and I told him, I remember I told him, I'm like, you're you're gonna love me and you're and he got like I told him, Oh, you say no, but you are. Like I like I said that and I remember he got mad. I was afraid of falling. <laughs> no, but wait, and then the first one, <laughs> the person who said I love you first was him and there he was go. crying. There you go. Yeah, so I had a little tear in my eye and <laughs> he everything. Did, he did. But we do get a, this question a lot that people 
like guys especially guys mm. you know they don't want to commit to this person that they've been with for a long time and maybe my response is a little harsh because i'm like well no, if he doesn't want to be with you and you've been with him six then it, he's not the person for you but men what like, do you what think, do you think I about think, that i mean why have you been with somebody for a year yeah for real that has not established anything with you I think it's less about the other person and more about you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you, do you know how to honor yourself? Mm -hmm. And I say that, well, that's I, hear me, my heart behind it with a, with a kindness. I say yeah. that mm -hmm. because I think we let a lot of things slide out of fear. So we let, we push our needs and what I want and what we deserve our value to the side in order to hang on to something mm. that we really, really, really want. Yeah. We don't want it to go. We want to keep it. So we want to do everything in our power to do, mm. even if that means settling, settling in a, yeah. a ton of areas. Mm. So I think it's more about the person like, hey, do you know that you're actually worth a lot? That you value, you have a lot of value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this person is not acknowledging that value because he doesn't really want to, sh to, to own that and i don't mean like own you as a person but own a relationship yeah. with you, establish something with you or she lost the value to him and that was my response right because they were they've been together dating not unofficially six months already been had sex mm -hmm. staying over each other's houses so i'm like why is the guy gonna date you bueno, baby, because that's the, not all guys. because the value like you said, that's very important. You bring value. Yes, but I feel like the woman comes to the relationship with value. She has to keep the value in the relationship. Like she has to protect her value. She can't yeah. just dive in there and get the guy all, com all comfortable. Let me rephrase that. I feel like... Does that like, make sense? Yeah. I, I, was telling, um, I was telling this person because I, I actually... We dated for six years, Right. So, okay, let's put the sex aside. He was comfortable in having me as a girlfriend, right? And and he told me straight off the bat, he's like, look, I'm, I'm going to study architecture. It's going to take this amount of years. I Are you willing to take that on with me? Like, he was very realistic. Like, we're going to have to date a long time because I have to graduate. You know, it's his master's, everything. But I remember that the year, the January of the year he was going to graduate, I said, okay time's up you right. know my, my patience of of waiting for you it's up and i remember we were we were coming back from a trip that I, we took with my mom to to japan and we were coming back and in the plane ride i'm like look says we've been dating for six years you know you you're almost done you need to get a job and you need to ask me for my hand because if not i'm out like that i was very strict yeah, and yeah. i remember that, that that was the best thing <laughs> that happened to me yes. yep I'm but, telling uh, that was the because you know why I respected what she said because we were clear from the beginning. Mm -hmm. She told me from the get go. That's one thing Espe has. She'll yeah. tell you how it is. By the first month of me knowing her, like, listen, you're gonna marry me if we're gonna date. You're gonna <laughs> marry me after you graduate. I said I need to graduate. I need to get my life, start my career somehow. Yeah. And that was the expectation we had and the 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 rule that we had. But and that's perfect that you're saying yeah. because that's what it is you need to identify what is appropriate if we're just talking okay what am i willing to do okay we're, we're are we holding hands nope we're just talking getting to know each other 
Are we kissing? No, I'm not comfortable with that. We're yeah. just talking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we're established. We're exclusively dating. Okay. What's appropriate during that? Okay. I can hold your hand. You can hold my hand. We can, we can introduce you to my parents, introduce you to my family. We can kiss. Uh, are we having sex? Nope. Not comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. We're not doing that now. Um, you want to go any further? Okay. Um, I want to be an, an exclusive dating relationship. Like I want to be your girlfriend. I want to be your boyfriend, whatever it is. You state that you state that mm -hmm. very clear about your expectations and your boundaries, your limits. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now next, what are you looking for long-term? I want something long-term. I want to get engaged and I want to be married. Are you, is this something that you also want? Give the opportunity for the other person to respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. No. Okay. This is how we move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you keep on going, keep on going. It's exactly what you did. Mm -hmm. You said, this is who I am. This is how I am. This is what I want. Are you good with this? This is something that you can yeah. commit to. Okay, cool. We're going to move forward. Yeah. The day you stop and you no longer want this is the day it's over. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And, but I feel like this so is where, where women, because my personality is very strong. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very, very strong, very, but on myself too, like that, that I've had to reflect sometimes and be like, okay, I can be so strong on people and strong on myself because it's not realistic. You get yeah. me? But this is where like, Maybe I'm saying it wrong, but is it wrong for your partner to feel completely comfortable all the time? Because in, in my mind, right, the first few years of dating Sebas, he was comfortable. You know, I would help him with school. Like, I was a positive thing as he was to me. But it got to a point where I'm like, okay, the comfort has to stop because action needs to be taken. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, you know, las Latinas mom always tell you, no dejes que esté tan cómodo. Don't let him be so comfortable in, in any area because then they come become complaints. And they lose the value. Mm -hmm. So what do you what do you think about that? Dang, I don't know. I guess it depends. Like, what do you... I see it as more as like, hey, communicate what you actually want. Like, establish your expectations. Mm -hmm. Don't just let things fly, like, by without ever seeing anything mm. and then complain when nothing happens there you go you never said anything there you yeah. go that's exactly what happened to the caller yeah so like i'm hearing your perspective and, Espe's, and what Espe did which actually was super good for me because it motivated me okay i gotta figure my life out i got a job right. to that and got married i think the girl so they don't just get strung along Mm -hmm. You have to set your boundaries and yep. communicate them early on. Yeah. Yep. So the guy has a clear timeline. Okay, is this going to be for one night? Is this going to be for a month? Are we just going to have sex and go? Or is it going to be casual? Like, I think a lot of times the girls, they just go with the flow and mm -hmm. go with the guy's timeline. And little do they know that that makes the guy lose value in the girl. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> Does that? I think I'm getting it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. if I were to respond to that answer again, I would say, you know what? Set clear communication boundaries mm -hmm. early on in your relationship. That way, you're not two years in, you know, and then the guy doesn't care anymore because he already he knows you physically, intimately. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else for him to explore. Yeah, but but you know that now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I feel like for you to set boundaries, because I wasn't the only one who set boundaries at first. He told me, look, I have to finish school. This is a six-year commitment. So in his, even though he's a man, he told me, this is what I need to do. Are mm -hmm. you willing to go with it? But I feel it also has to do with, with having an identity of who you are. Mm -hmm. You get me? So having an identity, even me now, there's stuff where I lack, you know. 
But I feel like he had the identity, okay, I have to finish my school, I have to be a professional. And in my case, it was like, okay, I have to remain uh, pure until I got married, like the Christian side of it. And then I want to be someone who 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 is considered, uh, like, I have to get married, right? So we had different priorities and different standards, mm. but we both communicate them because we, we both have, um, I'm not saying we don't have insecurities. We all have insecurities. We all have things we like. But we had we knew who we were, like yeah. our identity. And in a lot of the calls, I feel like the callers don't really they haven't figured themselves out. And we yeah. met very young. We met he was nineteen and I was twenty one, but we were just raised that way. We were raised mm -hmm. a little bit tough, you know. Yeah. So how does this is a, a question I'm trying to get to? How do you build for you your identity and yourself to That's be a good strong? Question. Yeah. I think uh, we're going through an identity crisis mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as a generation because no one knows who they are, what they want, to, how to make choices. There's there's apps now to help oh, yeah. you make choices. Oh. Like you throw the dice and it's oh, like, I didn't know okay, that. if I like, if I don't know wow. what to do, are you serious? I'm not even oh, kidding. Shoot. I'm not even kidding. Wow. And it's it's amazing because it just shows wow, we are struggling when it comes to making decisions for ourselves. Mm. Mm. And I think look. It's appropriate f if you're looking at something developed from a developmental perspective. Okay, mm -hmm. a person in their 20s, they're just trying to figure things out. They're, they're, they're discovering who yeah. they are, what they want. But that's work that you have to do. So how do you form an identity? Well, values. What do you care about? What's mm -hmm. important to you? Have that established. Okay, what do you value? What else? Um, where are you? Where, where would I, ideally you want your life to head? What, mm -hmm. what direction are you taking? Think about that. What choices are you making? What are some of your dreams? Uh, write yeah. those things down. Get to know yourself, okay? So that you're not being, you're not gonna be strung along by another person going yeah. whichever way because you have no idea where to go yeah. and you're lost. So you're mm -hmm. just depending all on this person to lead you, guide you, take me here, tell me this. I'm beautiful because you tell me I'm beautiful. Mm. I'm smart because you say I'm smart. Yeah. The minute that you stop saying that, oh my God, I'm not worth anything. Yeah. And and if I can like dive even deeper into it, because we do get a lot of this. Uh, for example, Seas's thing was the architecture, graduating. Mm -hmm. His parents always, all, even though we were influencers now and we, he doesn't even do what he studied, but his parents, the main thing one of the main thing for his parents was like, okay, you need to be a professional. You mm -hmm. know, that's very common in the Latino household. Like you want your kids to be professional. So he had parents who were telling him throughout his, his childhood, okay, you need to do this. In my case, I have a mom who's a pastor. And then my dad always told me, you need to value yourself as a woman. Like you, you're, you saving yourself for marriage. This is this is like your worth. I'm not saying people who don't mm -mm. save themselves that they're not worth anything, but it was just in my mind, my purity from my mom who's a pastor and then my dad was always like very like um, enthroned. I don't know how to like... In my mind, they would always tell me, okay, you need to take care of this. This is... It was this like is ingrained your, in yes. your mind. Mm -hmm. So then we have families, most of them are broken mm -hmm. nowadays. So you don't, you have people who didn't have a mom didn't have a dad. I'm not saying parents are perfect. Like we've gotten stuff from our parents that is not good as well. But I feel like sometimes when they don't have a father figure, a mother figure, a healthy one, it's even harder for them to find themselves. A hundred percent. And I agree. I, th I mean, broken relationships, you had strong mothers and fathers who were 
consistent in speaking into your lives. Not everybody mm-hmm. has that. And identity does come from your parents. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it it's hard to say that because then you have the listener and it's just like, well, I don't have that. Yeah. So how could well you have a lot of resource. Find community, find a healthy community. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Um, go to counseling. Mm-hmm. I think everybody look, you're not gonna and not everybody needs to be in counseling for forever. But everybody could benefit from counseling. Yeah. Like, take a, a dive deeper into who you are. Discover yourself. Okay. Learn. Yeah. And and be intentional about who you are. Uh, discovering that and establishing mm-hmm. that. That's yeah. what we can do. That's that's super good because you since you don't experience something, you know, these people I didn't have a dad and, and stuff like that. And and that's super good. Like find a good support group, get some counseling. Because it would help. It would help you find yourself, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I really, I really love that. Yeah. I, the the most important thing to find identity is your upbringing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I think what your dad told you and your mom told you yeah. versus what my dad told me. Notice how it's two different things. Mm-hmm. And I think parents, they try to raise a boy and a girl the same way. Or they try to say the same advice to a woman versus a man is completely different. Like just the value system in relationships is completely different. Mm-hmm. What what the man brings to the table in a in a healthy marriage is provision, care, love, protection, etc. What the woman brings is support, help, you know, purity, provision. innocence, help with the job. But it's not the man's. I, I believe it's not the woman's responsibility. To provide mm-hmm. right she's her responsibility to help wh- whatever that may look like in the household um so i and, mean now it's very that's but i don't very agree like, with now no o sea, yeah. i get it i don't it, agree but with now a lot of you see a lot of women now who have the higher ending job mm-hmm. and then you have some stay at, at home that so the the i mean those are gender what, roles well, what do you sense. what do you think about that mary and like when a woman is the breadwinner no problem. She's killing it. Has a great business CEO, boss woman. Yeah. And the guys is the one that is the more stay at home. What do you think? Does that work out long term? Uh, it can. I think that it definitely I can. I think so too. Uh, especially nowadays where women just have incredible opportunities. Yeah. Um, and it, so much has changed mm-hmm. when it comes to, to men and women in the workplace. So I think that it can work as long as the man has a strong identity. Mm of mm-hmm. his role yeah. as head of the home, yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not to impose that mm-hmm. on the woman and to hold it over her head like, you answer to me, like, you need no. to submit to me. Like, mm-hmm. no, are you a man that's worthy of submitting yeah. to? You know, are, are you the head? Are you a leader in your home? I don't care how much you make. Are would, you, you, would you say that if the woman is the boss uh, breadwinner, would she have a harder time submitting to the man? Like, would, would naturally you as a girl, let's say, and you're with a guy who makes less than you, he's the one that's taking care of the house, you're doing all this, you know, amazing business mm-hmm. work, bringing all the money. Do, would you see yourself having a harder time submitting to him? I don't think so. I, I, here's the thing. Um, strong female entrepreneurs, lead, women in leadership, okay, they usually have this this strong character and then this like need for for growth and 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 hustle. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they stop needing 
what everybody, mm -hmm. what every woman needs, which is love, affection, need to be seen, heard, mm -hmm. valued. If you have a strong man that can own up to who he is, okay, and is, is, is firm in, in his identity and is not, you know, living out of his insecurities, mm. but he's living out of his strengths, you know, um, a man of courage, a man of honor. doesn't matter if he's making less. If he's able to stand firm in who he is as a man, that relationship is going to work wonderfully. Yeah. yeah. I feel also... He still has to be a boss at the house. Yeah. Bottom line. But, but I, mean, but I feel also that's very, like, Latino culture. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, like, Cez and I work together, right? So we both bring income into the household. And let me tell you that I like the fact that I bring income into the household because, because I feel like it's, it, it, it's not that it makes me equal. Like when it comes to hard decisions, like he'll, mm -hmm. of, of course, we always try to be in agreement, but he's the one who really takes like the really hard decisions. But I like to have that independent side of me where mm -hmm. I'm also providing for the home. I also like having my own money. This is an, another thing because let's say like if I have my own money in a sense and I'm earning my own money, then I can give myself treats that I feel are, are adequate to treats. what I, or, 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 or a dress. Here we go back to the dress. Like <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll buy myself a dress. So sometimes when I feel like it gives me a little bit of like a, more of a say because I'm also bringing something into a relationship, not just cleaning the house, doing the laundry, taking care of the kids or, yeah. or being a good wife, but I'm also contributing to a household but you don't have home. to do that though like i i get no, if but you, i like it i i know what i'm o saying sea, I, yeah. i like it i know what you mean mm -hmm. you like it but it not it doesn't necessarily mean that is your responsibility that the girl wants to help out that's perfect that's awesome mm -hmm. it's a huge help and i'm grateful for it but it's not your responsibility like if you have kids and you no longer can work For example, in another mm -hmm. person, because what we do is very like this is work for us, right? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. not like your typical nine to five. Nine to yeah. five. It's it's very weird how we make our money. But so, there's, look, there's I, I want to say this because I think that you have to make room for all scenarios mm -hmm. because what if the guy's been heavy worker gets into an accident can't work anymore? Yeah, the woman now becomes a provider of the home. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that they can't have a functional relationship, a thriving relationship? Yeah. No. Okay. That does not mean that. Mm. Yeah. You know? So it's not super, it's it's not about rigidity, being rigid and I, I need to feel this sort of way. No, like, boil it down to what matters, which is the values. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I think gender roles are very important and, and they shouldn't be underestimated because you, you grow with this and you need to understand it and establish them in your mm -hmm. home. And I think that that is going to be uh, good. It's productive. It's fruitful. What are yeah. the roles? I think that, look, it depends. Like men, yeah, they, they have a sense and desire and a need to hunt and provide. Okay. And that's mm -hmm. primitive. Like that's, we're talking about Ancestors. from the beginning. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's something that's ingrained. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure there will be people that disagree. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and there always will be people. All, you can't please yeah. everybody. You know, no, right. Can't. And um, again, women need to feel supported as well and, and cared for, seen, valued, taken into consideration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you work together. If the man is the head and the, and the woman is the helpmate in the, in the support system, you know, they work together. It's like a head and a neck. Mm -hmm. The head's not going anywhere yeah, exactly. without the neck. I agree. The, head, the neck is not going mm -hmm. anywhere without a head, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, I love that. So I think it works together. 
I, that's I good, Mary. And that's something we had that. to learn. And that's not popular what no, we're talking no, about no, nowadays. It's, not. it's gonna, it's probably gonna upset a couple of people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, and it's I, not, and, and it's not a position of weakness. No. I think that's the thing. When when you say the man is the head, it does, and the woman is the neck. It's not that the woman is less important than the man, no. or that the man is more important than the than the no. woman. It's not a position of. It's not a position of who's better or who has more power here. Mm -hmm. Like me and Espe, we both carry the equal amount of power in our relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, there are roles. Mm -hmm. You can't escape the roles. That's what makes a, a, a healthy relationship work. You, yeah. can't, you can't just ignore that. Yeah. You know? And ultimately, you know, primitive or, or however you want to, God-given, primitive, however it is, but the man is usually the one who carries the leadership and the mission of the of the family mm -hmm. right and that's my responsibility like yeah. i and i have to if we fail it's my responsibility mm -hmm. it's not hers i can't blame her for my mistakes i have to take full responsibility of whether this marriage is working whether there's money in 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 the account whether there's food on the table whether my kids are you know healthy mm -hmm. good good kids yeah. That that falls that falls on the leadership of the man. Yeah. The woman, when when the woman is able to identify with that mission and make it hers, then it's easier for the woman to okay, let's do this together and let's go this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'm gonna help you. Uh, you know, I'll let you lead, but it's not in a form of weakness. The fact is that we're one, like Marianne said, we're yeah. one, and we have to respect each other in the finances as well. I think also you're you're building on each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a saver and you're a spender, okay, then that means you carry a little bit more concern or wisdom and discernment about managing the money. Like, hey, this is this is a little bit risky, so let's manage this a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And w w when it comes to spending, you're more inclined to kind of just take the risk. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're working with each other's strengths. Okay, like I'm, I'm gonna trust you in this. Like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna respect what you have to say. I, I, I get it. Like, I'll wait. So that's that's respect. That's like value. Mm -hmm. um, that's working together. That's support. But that's yeah. also trust. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of things that go in. Is it is it a turnoff for you when you see a guy just be like a pushover? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I thought I thought. Because, I mean, I, I, I've seen a lot of times that girls say one thing and do the opposite. Like, they say they want a guy that it's, you know, they can kind of run a little bit of uh, circles around, circles around mm -hmm. a nice guy, they call him. Yeah. And then they do the complete opposite or vice versa, right? Yeah. I, th I mean, I think for me, it's you want somebody who's with you who, can, who has the capacity to make their own decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and is not going to just say yes to everything but knows how to say no and that's not about him being a pushover or not that's about him kind of standing up for himself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like if he values himself he's going to be honest with you and he's going to say like he's going to let you know this is where i kind of draw my lines mm -hmm. like if you're okay with that you're not okay with that communicate yeah mm -hmm. you know so it's not like you need this like oh i am the the man or this like mm -hmm. super like, i agree <laughs> masculine uh macho energy but no you you value, I just value a person who knows their worth and, mm -hmm. and walks that out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, and that brings me to another question. Um, so that's like a, like some, we got questions about red flags and how do you know if you're in a toxic relationship, all these things. <laughs> yeah. 
What What do you think? I think everybody thinks they're in a toxic relationship <laughs> or dating a narcissist now. I know, right? And it's like terrible. I don't even know what that means. There's too much exactly. information. You know that, right? Yes. The other exactly. day, the other, uh, so I dated a. This, I was married to a narcissist. In my head, I don't know what that. What I don't know what that means. Yeah. No. Um, or a looks narcissist like. is a really specific diagnosis, and the entire population, it's a very small percentage <laughs> yeah, of everybody's the population. Everybody's a narcissist. But like no, everybody's but a narcissist. It's a small percentage. Yeah. If you're selfish, then you're a narcissist. Yeah. If you're rude, if you're disrespectful, you're a narcissist. Yeah. And no, they're just rude. <laughs> like they're not, it's not narcissism. Okay. So a narcissist is a person who is just completely consumed with themselves. They have just no awareness or care or thought like about others. Mm. It's they're consumed with themselves, uh -huh. and I know that people are gonna be like, "No, I, I that is that I identify." <laughs> it's like, no, hold on, because they're not capable of empathizing. They're mm. not capable of meeting emotional needs. It's it, it, they're not capable of relating or understanding. No, they're just kind of like, think of um. I'm thinking Hitler. Like, somebody, like Hitler was a narcissist. No. Although the dictators a narcissism. Have, okay. Yeah. Think of even somebody I'm trying to think of like movie roles where somebody's just so like um okay, this will be an easy one for all the storybook lovers. The Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Uh what was that guy that was trying to date her? Um Sargon, something like that. Gaston, 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 Gaston was a narcissist. That's so a for, perfect example. So for all the of you guys listening and watching, if you want to check if your man is a narcissist, watch the movie and, and, and find out for yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, but everybody thinks they're in a toxic relationship and it's not necessarily like, hold on, back up. What's actually happening? Are you being disrespectful? Are they being disrespectful? Are you gotten into this like um, this pattern of just hurting each other? Okay, mm -hmm. okay. There's there's a certain level of hurt in all relationships. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. you're with somebody long enough, they're gonna hurt your feelings. Yeah, okay, they shouldn't. It, the relationship becomes toxic when you're getting harmed. Yeah. Okay. Like, if there is some sort of abuse going on, okay, that's a toxic pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I we were actually um, we were talking about this because. Like, abuse is physical, emotional, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was telling them, uh, we had a call the other day, and I was telling them some of my red flags. You mm -hmm. know, like, if a person, thinking about my ex, if a person tries to isolate you from your nucleus of friends and family, for me, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. If they try to control how you speak, what you wear, that's a red flag. If they uh, put their needs and their, their idea of what they want in their relationship over what you may want, that's a red flag. But I what also, are some others? But, but wait, but I also told them that the fact that with my ex that I stayed with him two years, it also, like I told him, I was toxic myself mm -hmm. because you cannot stay in a relationship like that without you having played a part in it in yeah. some way or somehow. So, and I didn't notice, you know, it was my first relationship. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what a relationship looked like. But after that relationship that I got myself out of, thank God, um, I was more aware of what not to accept with mm. Sebas or what boundaries to, to put with him right off the bat because I, I learned from the first one. But then you see nowadays a lot of patterns where girls go out from this really toxic relationship into another one and to another one and then, or guys, and they think that the person is a problem when they were the problem yeah. or they're the problem because i was the problem mm -hmm. too 
So if they don't fix themselves, you're going to fall into the same cycle again. Yeah, and I, th- there's never just one to blame in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It, it takes the both of you to be in a relationship with one another. He could be doing or she could be doing things that are really toxic or that are really mm-hmm. harmful and hurtful. But y- how are you responding to that? Like, what are you doing? How are you getting set off? Mm-hmm. How are, you know, what is your role and the responsibility that you need to take ownership of? Yeah. All right, guys. So that was the session of today. So we decided to bring Mar- Marianne on because we wanted to give you another perspective. Also, we love just edifying you guys and giving you advice, everything from a good standpoint. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Marianne, for being here with thank us. Thank you. It was awesome, guys. Uh, comment below what you, you think. Yes. Uh, this dynamic, if we should have Marianne on more yeah, calls, yeah. etc. These are her socials, so don't forget to follow her. If you want good advice, she does a lot of videos, you know, so follow her on her socials. And we'll, we'll see you next on. time. Bye. Bye.